Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining another edition of the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. This is Chad Jordan. I'm the Director of Marketing for Digital Services here at Sport Clips. I'm really pleased uh, with the podcast today because I'm joined by my guest is... Earl Blood, Senior Director of Operations. I love having Earl. He is my uh, brother from another mother here at Sport Clips, one of my favorite guys. We'll actually uh, we'll tell a little story later on about what hashtag keeping it Earl is all about. For those that are in the know on that, have seen that, and, and want to know the background on it, we'll, uh, we'll explain that. We're going to talk through, uh, obviously, with Earl, his role in operations. We're going to talk about a bunch of operations stuff, grand opening, keys to a successful store, uh, just a, a bunch of cool topics. But I know a number of you guys uh, that are listening uh, have kind of followed Earl. He's had some, some health uh, scares this year, his wife, Darlene. Uh, had a health scare this year. This is how much I love Earl. He he has this health, this this major health scare. What was it? Uh, April or May or whatever yeah, it was May. in May, and uh, gets out of the hospital. Was it like the next day? You're on a boat in Alaska. Or you're on your way. You just said, you know, I'm going to go on vacation and 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 really relax. What was it like? The next day, next week, something like that. So like uh, two days after I got out of the hospital, I got on a plane and went to Seattle. Uh, the day after that, I got on a cruise ship uh, with my beautiful bride Darlene of uh, 38 years and uh, we spent a, a little over a week uh, on a boat and going through Alaska and it was, uh, it was absolutely gorgeous. See life is short and uh, Earl is embracing every opportunity to enjoy life especially with yeah with Darlene and his wife and, and so I, I love that uh, that that side of it. So uh, Earl uh, quickly walk me through you start you've been at Sport Clips how long? A little over 10 years now. 10 years and uh, originally you were hired, you were, uh, what, what were you hired on as? What was your role when you started? So when I originally came in over 10 years ago, I was hired on as what they called at that time a business coach. And so okay. uh, myself, uh, Daryl Mobley, Mark Nimmo, uh, one other individual, uh, we helped support all of the area developers uh, in the company at, at that point to help them build their business, uh, help them with their relationships with, with their team leaders and the managers in their market areas, and to really just to support them, uh, to help them, to help others follow the system and and when you started you uh were in colorado is I was. that correct lived in colorado and uh and, tra- and traveled we, we actually might talk a little bit about your travel schedule i think ours kind of uh, are in sync sometime we, we we both hit the road quite a bit but colorado wasn't beautiful enough you decided you need to upgrade and move to georgetown texas at some point right isn't that what happened that is that is absolutely the absolute truth chad <laughs> we uh we we upgraded about uh about a year and a half ago i mm-hmm. uh, moved down to uh the beautiful city of georgetown actually many people don't know i'm, I'm originally from texas so i'm a native texan oh, really? okay that's where uh, the accent comes from born okay. in uh born in fort worth but right. uh then was raised in arkansas so you know living back in the south is uh I won't say it's a dream come true, but yeah. it's not. It's not bad. Uh, people ask my wife how we like it here. Her answer is always the same. Well, the people are nice. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> the elevation's a little different. That's for sure than what yeah, you're used not, to. Yeah, it's not quite 6,500 feet that we used to live at for sure. So, uh, uh, describe to to us what your current role is. Uh, obviously, supporting operations and, and and overseeing a lot of things, but but help me figure out exactly what it is that, that you're doing right now. Yeah, so the role I currently have as the senior director of operations is is focused primarily on uh, grand openings and the grand opening team, uh, what we call Project 6000, which is aiding our stores that are currently less than $6,000 a week in net sales to get them over that hump. Okay. We know that's extremely important. 
uh, to our team leaders. We know when our stores hit those metrics and those numbers, uh, our team members make more money, they're happier. Uh, the team leaders are typically at least break even, most are profitable. Uh, it just makes for a better life for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's our, our focus at that at that time. So when when we use the acronym GO or GO, we're, we're talking about grand openings in the rest of this podcast. So what, what do you usually call it? Yeah, we usually just call it the GO team. GO team, okay. Yeah, we kind of like that acronym because uh, we're on the go. Yeah, uh, right. Many of them have the same travel schedule that uh, you and I have uh, enjoyed for for so long, but uh, really starting to see a lot of traction uh, with that team, really making a difference uh, in the level of success early on in the life of it, our stores. Des- describe for me, if you if you will, uh, those that are unfamiliar with Sport Clips who might be listening, maybe potential uh, team leaders or franchisees down the road. What does the Go Team do? Uh, how do they How do they help? Uh, do they do they go do they literally go help a, a, a brand new team leader franchisee go pick a location like what is it kind of just give me the maybe not the fifty thousand foot view maybe the ten thousand foot view on what the go team's role really is yeah so the go team that 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 I help uh, lead uh, really gets involved after uh, site selection so okay. once site selection occurs our team jumps in with with both feet we begin to take our our team leaders through the what we call the SOP or the store opening process. Okay. Uh, very detailed week by week process of everything you need to get done. And if you follow that to the T, um, then pretty much about 10 weeks after you start construction, uh, you should be able to open your store. So we go through all of those processes with them from ordering equipment to helping them set up recruitment plans to help them set up local store marketing plans to helping them you know, go through all the things that it takes to open a store successfully. And do you find, that just made me think about, do you find more eagerness and excitement with brand new out-of-the-box team leader franchisees, who, willingness to kind of follow to a T what you were saying there, or team leaders who are experienced and know, all right, this is a process that we have to follow. Which, which do you kind of see uh, adhering a little bit more closely to, to exactly what the GO team is trying to implement? You know, so I think that's a great question, Chad. I think as far as just following everything step by step by mm-hmm. step, I think we see a, a better uh, enhancement with that with new team leaders just because they don't know any right. better. Um, and that's why they got into franchising. That's why they picked Sport Clips as a concept. Yeah, that's correct. Um, as far as just the overall excitement for opening a new store, I think that's pretty universal. I mean, right. even even if you've been in the system 15 years and have 40 stores, you're still excited to open a new business, to, to put some of the young men and young women in our wonderful industry to work, give them a career, give them an opportunity to take care of their families. So that, that kind of excitement never goes away from any of our great team leaders. Well, and, and I know for us here in, in the support center and on the support team, the marketing department, we celebrate. It, it's a big deal when a store opens. I mean, we open 100 to 150 stores a year. Uh, but it's such a big deal that we, we celebrate, we send emails, congratulate the team leader, the store, uh, messages of love and support. So uh, it, it, it's such a, a, a unique place to work for me to see that level of excitement. Because like I said, if there's 100 to 150 stores, that's like every two, three, four, five, six days we're celebrating another launch. Uh, so uh, super, uh, super excited to see all the success the GO team's having. Can I, can I have you walk me through, there's different levels of support. So once the store gets open, right. uh, 
There are different level. There's coaches that the store had. Can you help me wrap my head around what operations does with their with their with their tiers of support and their, the, all the angles they come at? Sure. So you know, as we go through the store opening process, um, let's just kind of start there. Yeah. Uh, we have a great. really great team of uh, folks on the recruitment side that help team leaders, you know, recruit correctly hire the best possible candidates. Do they actually sit um, in on interviews? They do not. Okay. So, so we, the team leaders are re- the, responsible. So do we train? Because most of these team leaders, right, they weren't in the industry. That's right. They weren't stylists or hairdressers. Right. So, so, so how some, do they get trained on interviewing for yeah. potential so stylists? When, they, when, when new team leaders come to team leader training camp, they get okay. some team comprehensive training camp. All right. Comprehensive training around. And is that here in Georgetown? Here or? in Georgetown. Okay. And, uh, it's a, it's a great time. It's a great week. Uh, they get to so meet they all the week everybody. Out here. They do. Okay. Come in on Sunday, leave on Friday afternoon. Uh, some come earlier to take advantage of the wonderful things that, that Austin, Texas and the, has to offer. And there is air conditioning uh, <clears throat> fully supporting their uh, efforts, especially when it uh, falls during the summertime. So. Uh, absolutely. We want right. to make sure they're cool, calm, and collected at all times. Yeah. So um, so there's comprehensive training, and, and Team Leader Training Camp really has evolved into really a, a intensive focus on the things they need to know when they leave about what they need to get done to open a successful sport mm. clip store. Mm-hmm. So th- we've gone from having a whole lot of ancillary type of information and in a, in a kind of a data dump, so to speak, to really focusing on the things that they need to understand to be successful in their grand opening of their first store. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we go through that, that process, um, they're much better educated and informed and have gone through role plays and things of situations like like interviewing okay. and things of that nature. Yeah. So those are all great things. Um, you know, all the subject do they, matter what do experts. They do mock interviews or what do they? They do actually live interviews. Live interviews. So we actually okay. use uh, team members either from local beauty school here. All right. Uh, and our, our current thought is that it would be really cool if we could uh, do some uh, video type, Skype type interviews with uh, candidates from beauty schools that are in the neighborhood of the stores that they're going to open so, so you, we're what you facetime or you skype or something yeah. with the, okay yeah, absolutely oh, cool. so it's so it's live yeah. and it's real time and it's and it's real people and do they have like a little device in their ear you're like giving them hints on the questions they should ask we or do somebody, not you know, we have okay. a we, we have a book though okay you know, so it's a playbook it's, or it's something. old school you know okay. it's, it's right, a right. printed material right so that's a lot of fun um so then as we get closer to the opening again about 10 weeks after you start construction is kind of the opening week mm-hmm. so the week prior to that uh we'll put a coach uh in that store now when you say coach what, what i mean so is lou a, holtz coming to phil jackson what 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 is a coach in the sport clips system look yeah, like so a coach in the sport clips world is someone who's been thoroughly trained and certified to impart knowledge and education and talents uh to our folks to to, to cut hair well to follow the system to, to be able to, you know, establish relationships with their clients so that they can establish that well, and then their take-home and back bar can become part of what we do. So they're back, basically... Back bar is... So that's the MVP, okay. uh, our signature service, okay. or the triple play. Okay, and triple play is one of the haircut types that people can get at a sport clip. Yeah, so triple play is also a back bar service, so in into the showers area. Okay. Uh, but it just has a few different components than the MVP does. Mm-hmm. And these coaches, are they stylists that at one point, were they ever managers? Where, where, most, where are you most finding were, these coaches? Most were managers okay. uh, at, at a sport clip store somewhere, okay. uh, typically in, in the geographic area that they live in. Uh, our grand opening coaches kind of live all over because they travel right. a lot. Yeah. Um, but they have come out of our system for the most part. Uh, they were 
good managers to great managers. They had great metrics. They they built great teams. I mean, that's always what you're looking they for. They know what they're talking about. They yeah. they have the they have the the repertoire to to, mm-hmm. to pass it on. Mm-hmm. So we spent a week with that team as a whole. So the team um, gets the new team gets hired. Yep. Uh, how how long before the store opens? The team the team itself needs to be hired a month before the store okay. opens. Okay. Uh, the manager we like to see three months before. The assistant manager is two months before, mm-hmm. and then we like to see the manager and both assistants go through manager training camp um, prior to that week of training it, with the where, team. Where is that training camp? Is that in Georgetown? It's is it uh, typically local. Okay, so local to where the uh, new store will be located. We've got we've got stores in all fifty states. We do, so they shouldn't have to travel too far to come to one of these manager training camps. That's correct. Right? Okay, so uh, it's a month before. Uh, they start getting the manager, assistant manager. Now it's a week before. That's when the coach comes in. So the week before the coach comes in to do uh, what we call uh, grand opening training. So basically that's all of our core classes. It's all of our classes like uh, to help you with your uh, take-home sales, to help you with your back bar upgrades, you know, so get your game on, step up your game, those kinds of classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do uh, Wired that way, so kind of everybody kind of understands everybody else's personality and how we can all, oh, so personality how we can all get along. It's oh, okay. all, all fun. All right. uh, and, and then we try to have a, a, a team event uh, like during a team that building. time as well. Yeah, okay. either go to dinner, go bowling, you know, mm-hmm. do something fun with the team. But really the, the whole, whole intent is to not only – train them to, to what the system is and, and how to follow it and why that's important because if they do, we know they can make more money. Uh, but it's also to build that team and to build that family environment uh, in that store for, for long-term success. You know, how, how involved is the team leader in this three, two, one month before? Are they in there every single day, every hour, every minute? or So typically not for a new team leader because, as we know, most of our team leaders still – have really important, you know, day jobs mm-hmm. that they that they continue okay. to have. So, you know, we have. So you're specific, not asking them to take a three month sabbatical from their we, current we, career. We are, we are not. Okay. Um, typically, the week of training, we like them there as much as possible. Uh, the week of opening, we like them there yeah. full time. Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, one of the things. So they're going to burn their two with. weeks of vacation from their current uh, job. You to, know, to really launch this and get it open. I- anytime you in, in delve into uh, making a better life for yourself, there's a. Uh, yeah. There's commitment and, invest, and sacrifice. Commitment, this, investment, sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's part of that. Yeah. You know, after these businesses get get open, operating, and get to a level that's sustainable, um, that commitment can can be less. Um, but two months before to two three months after, that's pretty intense. Well, and, and really, once they once they do launch, if it's their first store, especially. You, they may still have their eight to five Monday through Friday, oh, but they they're always will. still thinking about. I, I I loved a conversation I had with Jeff Burroughs, who used to be in the car business, and he he would tell me when he would sell cars, he he'd give everybody that he met a free <laughs> haircut or MVP experience at his sport clips, and that's kind of how he used to, even in his day job, to get the message out. Right, and that's really the the most important things that uh, team leaders can do to help the uh, success of new stores is to to really make sure you have the right manager mm-hmm. and to really make sure you over-support them in, in every way possible to where they feel comfortable with what you've asked them to do. They have clear direction. You have clear goals and those kinds of things. And the other thing is to make sure that they absolutely have in place and are executing a strong local store marketing program. That local store marketing program, so important. Uh, are, are they making that up as they go along? Is there another book that they're following? How, what, what's the system look like? So, again, part of going back to team leader training camp, okay. 
Um, we have a lot of our really strong folks come in from uh, our marketing department. Uh, John Lester and his team that uh, for yeah. real marketing coordinators, mm-hmm. um, man, they come in and, and, and every team leader leaves here with a six month local store marketing program okay. that if executed should yield them great success in what they do. Uh, it all gets down to, you know, knowing's only half the battle, right? You know, after that, it's, once exec- you're in it's, the, yeah, it's once execution. You got to do it, right? You got to execute it. So, you know, that's one of the things we continue to work strongly with the team leaders after opening is to make sure that they understand the importance of that local store marketing program and of the support of, of their manager and, and making sure the business really just runs like clockwork as quickly as possible. I know for me, I, I think you can vouch for this too, Every there are a ton of obviously very successful stores in this uh, across the country in this brand. And the team leaders that dote on, I'll use that word, and lavish attention and energy towards their managers, uh, those are the ones that are, are super successful. So can you uh, just tell me a little, uh, yeah, no, uh, give me a, a quick look into how team leaders can make sure their managers feel valued, important, what, what, what kind of things can they do to make sure they're going out of their way to, to let them know how much they're appreciated? You know, I, I think it all comes down to communication. Okay. You know, to, to clearly communicate, you know, what the expectations mm-hmm. are. And that's got to start before the hire, right? Right. So what are the expectations? You know, what are my expectations? And then you've got to have a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, a lot of our first-time managers, it may be their first time managing anywhere. Right. And so we, our expectations have... Uh, maybe a brand new store. Correct. Those, yeah. Yeah. So we have to make sure that we do that. I think just trying to make sure that the manager is empowered and feel like, as much as is possible, that that's their store. Yeah. You know, if, right, if right. we're constantly, you know, going in and solving problems for, for the manager, we're, we're not really helping them. We're not really empowering them. Or even going in, looking around, and maybe being critical or noticing something's out of place and pointing that out right. without the praise and all that first. Right. You know, the praise sandwich, I think, is what we like to call it. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, I think it's great if team leaders can – you know, go in their store on a regular basis and, yes. and not do anything while they're in there, but just say positive things. Mm-hmm. Um, builds the, a real strong culture of that. It also creates uh, positive relationships. And then when something does come up that needs to be addressed, you have a whole lot better opportunity to do that in a positive manner with some relationship established than if the only thing we ever do is go in and, and gripe or complain or criticize or find fault. So, yeah. you know, real important, you know, our, 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 our great industry is, is so, so wonderful. Um, but we just need to make sure that, that everybody feels appreciated because that seems to be where a lot of times we lack mm-hmm. uh, in when the culture in the store isn't right and you can kind of walk in and feel it. And Chad, you travel enough yeah. that you've, you've seen that. And kind of when it comes down to it is when you feel that you, you kind of understand that there's a lack of appreciation. Right. And so we have to constantly, you know, guard against that. And it's so puzzling because we have core values here. We have, you know, we believe you got to do what's right, do, do your best and treat others the way they want to be treated. And so when you don't see that, you go, man, that just says, it doesn't feel like a sport clips when you walk in there. So, uh, so kudos to all the, the stores and the team leaders that, that are doing things the right way. We can definitely tell, like, you know, we're talking about travel. I mean, you and I, we travel a lot and we can see when we walk into the store, basically the energy and the culture of that store. So can you, can you uh, take, take me down uh, kind of your traveling road? What, what do you do when you're on the road? What are you going for? Uh, what do you see out there? 
Yeah, so typically when I travel, it's uh, around leadership opportunities. Okay, leadership. Uh, leadership. Is that uh, a meeting? Qu- quarterly that... leaderships, yeah. Okay. So quarterly, we have a, a leadership meeting in, in every one of our major we call, markets. We call them leaderships. Call them leaderships. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a training class. Uh, involves well, who, who comes? The team leader. The and, and the managers. Okay, and the managers. So not everybody uh, and, in the and, store. And we're we, not shutting the stores down. That's these, right. Okay. And uh, we strongly encourage uh, assistant managers to come as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the great opportunities we have in showing that culture and that commitment to our teams is to see that they have an upward path of, of growth and career opportunity. So I'm assuming these leaderships, if we want the manager and assistant manager, they're not on Saturdays. They're not on Friday nights. They're not on Sundays, the, the typical really busy peak times. They must be during the middle of the week or something like that usually? or So it varies by market. Okay. Um, the market gets together typically and says kind of here's what works for us. Uh, and it's a balance because, uh, remember, we talked earlier, uh, a lot of our team leaders still work. Right. So if you have it at on Wednesday, mm-hmm. now I've, I've asked a team leader to take middle of the week figure, off. figure out a way to get there. Um, if I have it on Saturday or Sunday, which many of our markets do, uh, that's a really busy day in the stores, right. and it's tough to have the manager out. So, so there's a, a balance, and we work with the, the local team leader group to see what works best for them. And the balance is everybody's not going to win. So yeah. you got to figure out that and, and have everybody be as happy as possible. Well, you, you obviously can't be everywhere at once. So are there people throughout the country that are kind of implementing some operations or overseeing some things regionally? Uh, can can you kind of describe what that might look like? Yeah, so we have a, a, a great team uh, across the country that uh, helps operations and, and growth of stores and those types of things. Uh, currently, we have a, a group called regional directors. Regional directors, okay. And so those are folks that are in our direct support market. So that's a market that we don't have an area developer. Okay. So an area developer is actually a franchise, uh, and we don't do that anymore, but mm-hmm. it's a, they, they buy a large territory and they help sport clips to develop that territory, oh, okay. to find team leaders, to, to, to open stores, and, and to produce. That's uh, probably a throwback from the earlier days when we were growing across the country and, and yeah. know, needed actual people all over the place. Yeah, so, it really is. I think yeah. the last area developer we brought in was probably about eight years ago. Okay. And uh, since then, we've determined that we would like to support market areas with folks that belong to the Sport Clips right. family. Makes sense. Um, so in those market areas, what you have is you have a group led by a regional director. Uh, they'll have uh, a number of coaches uh, assigned to a market area uh, to support and maintain uh, classes, uh, manager training, success checks, those kinds of things. Success check. What's So that's when we go in and we tell everybody what a great – job that they're doing in the stores at following the system and and adhering to the plan and we talk about areas of opportunity that can help them be even better so they do all of those types of things so those are the core groups that actually produce those leaderships every quarter and then typically we'll have uh Someone perhaps from like a DBE or a wall or those are suppliers, suppliers partners. They'll come in and and help us with uh, product training or equipment, you know, knowledge, those kinds of things. We'll do some business planning. Uh, We'll do some team building. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's really great to see the managers of an area get together and uh, do some things as a group. Uh, One of the best ones I I love is uh, when we have the – team leaders uh we get mannequin stands and we get mannequins and we get the team leaders to cut hair oh what a disaster oh my gosh uh, and 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 their manager 
uh, gets to, to help them? train them. Oh, gets to help oh, train them. It's it's wow. it's, it's just abs- absolutely absolutely amazing. Love it. Uh, I loved it. I went through. Uh, we need some before and after shots. You know what that we've got. Like. We've got yeah. some of those. I'll share them with you. <laughs> I got to go through uh, All Star Haircutting class uh, probably about four months ago. Was uh, really great. Uh, Mary Carter graciously oh, wow. <laughs> took us Mary. took the whole to whole go, the whole uh, whole group of regional directors. Uh, we actually went through a haircutting class so we could actually How many y'all cut your fingers. Yeah, and, we, you we know, all yeah. I think we all cut okay. really slow so we didn't uh, have to worry okay. about that. But uh, yeah, so those leadership classes, I, I go to a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll go to uh, grand opening stores. Okay, just to to be there for the the grand opening day and to congratulate everybody and to you know just to to be there as a presence for someone from the uh, support center. Yeah. Uh, sometimes That's I do excellent. just do market tours. I do still go and tour with some of our area developers mm-hmm. that ask me to come and help them with different situations that they might have. Right. Um, we have a, a great support system for all of our team leaders, all the way down to our managers and stylists throughout the system, which makes Sport Clips such a great place to be, such a great franchise to own, and, and such a, a great endeavor for all of us that, that are here uh, to help make sure that folks are successful. Yeah, and I love that because uh, people do need help from time to time. And the last thing you want to do is feel like you're either marooned or you're uh, drowning in over your head with nobody to help you. So uh, to that point, can you give me, in case there's anybody listening, maybe a team leader or somebody in a market that uh, they feel like they're struggling right now or they they need some help, what what are a couple tips operationally that you could offer to, obviously, you need to know every unique situation, but generally that you would come in and you would look at, these might be the top three things I would look at and maybe make suggestions around to, to see you guys uh, get bumped up even further. Yeah, so I think, you know, one of the first things I look at, and we have actually, we talked about it a little earlier, um, a, a thing we call Project 6000. Okay. And yeah. that's where we've looked, taken a hard look at all of our stores that uh, are less than $6,000 a week, Average sales uh, for a previous rolling three months, and uh, and we work with those stores to, uh, to to get off of that list. That's not really the list you want to yeah. be on. Uh, it's really interesting. In, in January, when we started the uh, the push, uh, we had 508 stores on that list out of a, out of 1,700. So only nearly nearly a third of the of the brand. Okay. By the time we got to the end of June, we had cut 100 stores. Wow. Out of that list, so pretty good uh, pretty good movement. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, one of the things you look at when you start trying to figure out why am I not doing as well as I would like to do, uh, I look at I look at CES score first. CES, CES. client excitement score. Client excitement score. Okay, um, how do you determine? Is that a, a so a, that comes, I, I'm not good with math. Does it? Do I have to figure that out? Or is you that do somebody, not. Okay, that's uh, you go to your Listen 360 site for your store, and uh, okay. your number's and right there. Listen 360. That's the company that produces. That is this, that it, is our it, supplier it partner that, that does that okay. uh, calculation. It's, okay, uh, it comes from the surveys that we ask our clients to take uh, based on their visits. Okay. So we start looking at those numbers. Now, if those numbers are less than 75, we start to really dig in hard. And if those numbers are less than 65, that's really where you got to start. Why is it there? Right. So we start to, to call through those uh, client comments and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Typically in those stores that are that low, there is normally a haircut quality issue. Mm. Uh, that seems to be the biggest determining factor of our clients coming back is are they getting a great haircut? Right. And, and you know, as, as much as we like to think we do a whole lot of stuff, at the end of the day, 
Uh, we provide a haircut. It's in our name, Sport Clips Haircuts. We provide a haircut. So um, we may need to go ahead and do some training. You know, we've had some of our watch list stores, that, that 6,000 or less stores, we have some team leaders that have really gotten involved with that and said, hey, I, I want to do better quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've even gone to the point that they've closed their store for a couple of days, and we've sent a coach in there for their oh, whole wow. team. Wow. And, and, and that's really over and above support. Yeah. But that's the dedication that we have from everyone at Sport Clips to help make sure that everyone is as successful as they can be. Putting your money where your mouth is. So we'll put a coach in there for two days or, you know, on a Sunday sometimes mm-hmm. they'll close, and we'll get – the team trained up, get them going in the right direction. Um, so we start there. Uh, then we really want to go back and start really looking at what's the culture like in the store? You know, do people feel appreciated? Do we have the right things? Are we following those core values and, and core goals that we all know and love, and that's why we're all still here? Mm-hmm. Are we doing those things? And then after we get that kind of fix. So when you're going to fix a location, typically you got to fix inside before you can go yeah. outside. Yeah. So once we get that done, now we can go outside and start looking at, okay, what kind of local store marketing right. can we do? And what makes sense? And what is there time to do from a team leader aspect? What is there funds to do from a team leader aspect? What what are the team members willing to do? You know, buddy cards is one of the greatest ways to build client buddy count cards in are, a store. It's a that. card you give to your client. Okay, um, so I got a haircut. Now you got you a haircut, a card, and, and I'm going gonna, gonna, to ask you, I'm going to say, hey, you know, would you be willing uh, to hand out some buddy cards for me as we're trying to build our business here? Mm-hmm. And they'll typically say yes. If they say no, that means they might not have got a great <laughs> haircut, so we might want to have yeah, another conversation. Right. Uh, and then typically just ask them, well, how many would you like? And, you know, they, they may like three or four. Is there anything in it for me as a client other than sharing the experience? Do I get a free haircut or a lollipop? So, or? so it, it depends. So it varies by store. Many stores offer their clients a uh, free MVP upgrade on their next visit okay. uh, if they get some return uh, from their buddy cards. But, but that's really a, a great way. you got a client in your chair. You've given him a great haircut. You've given him a great MVP service. Uh, he's feeling great. Hey, go out and tell others about how great this is. Right. Um, so we do that. So that is a, a great way to start. And, you know, that's relatively low cost, low effort mm-hmm. um, just to, to get that done. Um, yeah. You don't have to go and spend thousands and thousands of dollars um, in marketing to really start making a difference uh, in your store. Yeah. Uh, and you've already, you already answered this one because I was going to ask you, what is the trait of a really successful store uh, that that you could recommend that uh, team leaders and, and managers focus on. And I, I, I think, I don't want to put words in your mouth, would you say the, the, the relationship between the team leader and the manager, that culture that gets created, you, th- you think that's the number one key or is there something else that we should know about? I think that that's the key to really keeping the team in okay. the store. We know that, uh, that if we have great team member retention, that we tend to have better client retention which means we have better performance and uh, our team members can make more money. Uh, if we're following the system in, inside, you know, everything from point one to point five, all the way down the system without exception, each and every client, each and every time, we know that those stores perform exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, been tremendous so far. I, I got it I before we get to the last set of questions. I got to tell the Keeping It Earl story. Okay. So at, we have a national convention every year with 3,000 plus people in attendance. Uh, managers come, team leaders are there, 
all the support team members, a lot of the support team members are there from headquarters. And uh, Earl is one of our main presenters every year. And this year I had, op- this is Chad, by the way, I had an opportunity to, uh, to help out a little bit with Huddle and was asked to introduce Earl. And you know, the letters in Earl's name, if you rearrange them, spell the word real. So in, in the introduction for Earl, we, uh, we, we talk about how real he is, how genuine he is as a guy, and how much we love him. Well, the, the MC, the main MC, uh, David Wilk, D-Dub, at, when I get backstage, says, real, real, we got to do something about keeping it real, but instead we got to call it keeping it Earl. So we came up with this little bit where we would go out right before break, and we were going to bring Earl up and say, hey, let's take a picture with Earl and call it keeping it Earl instead of keeping it real. And we were going to have everybody try to find you so they could do a keeping it Earl picture, hashtag it, keeping it Earl, and then post it to see if it could trend. Well, you were presenting, you had a, a presentation, a bunch of talks that you were doing right after this break that we were having. So I think you had started to slip out to get ready for your, your presentation. We could not find you. We're live on stage looking around. So we couldn't find you, Earl. And so what we had to do is pull an audible, and David and I took a picture, a selfie on stage in front of everybody, and we said, this is what we want. We want it to be, go find your sport clips buddy and use the hashtag keeping it Earl. And now this thing has trended. There are thousands of hashtag keeping it Earl. And I know that that day, is this true that that was the most attendance you've ever had in, in uh, presentations? Because everybody <laughs> at that point wanted to come. Weren't you getting selfie requests? And I saw you all over the place. Oh, man, it was uh, it was amazing. Uh, I had people start to come up to me, and, and I was confused at first. And, and, <laughs> yeah, because you were a little bewildered. Yeah. And kinda, I saw those kinda... first few pictures, and your eyes are like, well, what's going on? <laughs> Um, yes, I think at the uh, National Huddle after you guys uh, called that audible, I took uh, took more more pictures <laughs> with great managers and team yes, leaders that uh, next that. two days than I have ever taken yeah. uh, in my life. And even now going to, to yes. leaderships and things like that, I still have groups come up and say, hey, we want to get gotta a picture because we got to tag it. Yep. So uh, it uh, continues to live. Uh, it was uh, your introduction was was very humbling to me. Uh, as was, uh, I can't go without uh, was saying when I was in the in the hospital and and you got on and and, and prayed yeah. for me. That was uh, yeah. that was an, an amazing point uh, in my recovery and uh, the outpouring of likes and 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 people saying, "Hey, we're praying for you." Was uh, it was it was just it was so humbling. Well, the, the really crazy thing is, I do a lot of Facebook Live uh, newsflash. I'm on social media quite a bit. <laughs> And 99.9% of them are goofy. I'm making fun of myself or something. And so I know when I started that one, people thought, all right, here he goes again. And then for us to turn it to, no, we actually need uh, Earl's in the hospital. There's an emergency. We need to pray. And the, like you said, the show of support, it was instantaneous. It was like wildfire. And people from all, literally all over the country were checking in and saying, hey, praying for you in Alaska and all this stuff. So that was so cool. That is the power of social media and why. Uh, and obviously the power of prayer and belief and faith and all that kind of stuff too. But uh, but what a great system and brand to be a part of. Well, I I, I love you. I love that you've been here today. Can I? But I, I know I ran a little a minute a couple minutes over because I was telling that last story. Can I ask you a couple? I can't do follow up questions to these, so I want to ask you a couple questions. Your answer is the answer. I can't do follow ups. Are, are you fine with that? I'm good. Okay. 
Question number one, which superpower would you most like to have? The ability to be invisible. Okay, invisibility. Uh, what is your personal motto? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens Ooh, me. Wow, you kind of ripped that off. Let's see, that was from Philippians. Okay, <laughs> uh, I like it. Other than where you live now, where else in the world would you most like to live? Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I should just cut that question out. Uh, who is a celebrity you would most like to meet one day? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, uh, the governator. Which words or phrases do you most often overuse? Win-win. Win-win. What sound or noise do you love? The sound of rain on a Saturday morning. Oh. What sound or noise do you hate? The sound of my alarm clock on Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What profession, other than your own, would you have been good at or at least have wanted to try? Forensic accounting. Forensic accounting. I don't even know. I'm going to have to research. I'm going to Google that, Wikipedia that after this. What do you consider your greatest achievement? My beautiful bride of 38 years and being able to convince her somehow beyond my wildest imagination that she should hang with me for that long. Wow, that's amazing. I think uh, you're going to have a fun date night after this uh, podcast goes live. Number 10, if heaven indeed exists, wink. What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Well done, my good and faithful servant. I somehow knew that answer was coming. Hey, this has uh, been another podcast, Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. Uh, we, we had our, uh, been honored to have Earl Blood with us. Thank you, Earl, for joining us. Thanks for having me, Chad. I hope you guys will tune in again next time. Thanks.